I cried the first time I watched <laughs> that. I laughed so hard. Bum, 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 bum. Hello and welcome back to the Sleeping Situation Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Ivy. And we're in 2019 now. Round 2019. How about that? We made it. Another time around the sun. And I have a brand new notes notebook. <gasps> new year, new notebook. You know what they say. I just, I filled up the last one. New year, new notebook. This one's bigger. Self-improvement. dirtier. Ooh. It's a mead. A mead. A mead. Five star. Five star. Mm. I miss school shopping. <laughs> do, uh, do, I, do I need to take you school shopping? Well, it's not September or August. I mean, so we yet. can we can go if you want to. Do you really want to let me loose in a stationery store? <laughs> you don't want to let me loose in a stationery store. I will buy all of them. You know how many empty notebooks I got over there? Not as many as I used to, but still a lot. You know how many more I want? You all of them. <laughs> no. You know what you all, you just did there? What? You want to let me loose in a stationery store? You don't want to let me loose in a stationery Thank store. you for catching my reference. Do you want to know how many notebooks I got over there? You, you don't, don't want to know how many notebooks I got over there. You want to know what made these bones? You don't want to know what made these bones. <laughs> Everyone go watch the episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog where Muriel plays the sitar in New York City. I'm Bushwick. Call me Schwick. So, what's up? Um, I am, I got all the holiday fatness and the holiday sick. I had three days off in a row and spent the first two of them laying around being a slug. Well, the holidays are a time for that. I if there's so. a good time for that, it's the holidays when you're not doing anything. Yeah, but I feel like it is wasted two whole days. Well, you couldn't help it. I guess so. I'm sorry you've been sick. I could have been more proactive in my being, like, doing stuff even though I'm sick. Maybe. Just had, well, the weather's been really stupid, too, and that doesn't help. Yeah, I still feel pretty plugged up. Yeah. Um, I sold a base last week, and I found a base I want to buy. <sighs> the circle of life. <laughs> Tell them about it. It's a 1992... Fender Jazz Bass, uh, made in Mexico, and it has been horribly mistreated for what I assume is its entire life, and that just makes me love it all the more. I feel, it's like I've, I have to rescue it. It's a rescue? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably fair. I need fair. to save it and switch. It's all, it has a bunch of rusty parts on it, and I think the bridge I can clean up, um, but there's like... The wrong, there's like one tuner on it that's entirely the wrong tuning machine. And, but the neck is all worn down and it feels so good. It's one of the best necks on any bass I've ever played. And it's super light. That must be the key. You just have to play it for 26 years. Yeah, that's really, that's any, any guitar will be a good guitar if you play it for 50 years. <laughs> um, but it is, it's, it's a black, it's black, with a black pick card. Ooh -hoo. But it has a, a rosewood fretboard, but I don't think it looks good as good black on black with a rosewood fretboard. Need yeah, but a little, you can't change it. Need a little contrast. I know. 
It will ruin the whole character. Right. That's why I'm like, I kind of want to buy it and like fix it up. And I kind of want to buy it and change absolutely nothing. <laughs> what would you name her? I don't know. <gasps> well, don't do it now. You'll get attached. I'm already attached. The store is closed now, so I can't go buy it anymore. Uh, but I might come home with it tomorrow. Just forewarning you. Yeah. I really want a P-Base, but I think this might have just superseded my, my P-Base lust. We only have so much room, and you only have so many dollars. But I got rid of one. Isn't that the rule? Isn't that the rule that you put in place? No. Mm-hmm. No. If I wanted another one, I had to get rid of one? Well, maybe, but that doesn't mean can. you can get ten more. I don't want ten more. I want this one. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so sad and lonely. Um, in more pressing news, uh, The Best of Little Diddies Volume 2 is now available. For your listening pleasure. At zero cost to the consumer. Um, Cheap as free? Yeah. MattWarner.Bandcamp.com Can this mode of listening become obsolete? It cannot. I wanted to put that on there, but that's on the back of the cover. Yeah. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Um, yes, more little... Actually, more little ditties than on the first one. And if we're being honest, all of my favorite little ditties are, are probably on this one. Well, then why didn't you put them out first? Um, a lot of... I went back and remixed some of them. Mm. Not like remix, but like... Re- I I corrected the mix. Lil John. Oh, isn't that how you do a remix? No. Turn down for what? Um, I'll stop. Thank you. Uh, I corrected. Like there was one that was just so loud. It was so loud, and it was pretty pretty much just blowing out everything. So I I went and like turned it down. Turned down for what? For because it was too loud in the. On the computer. Yes. So some of my more my favorite actually little ditties are on this one. So go check it out. Yes. Where it again? MattWarner.BandCamp.com. There's a picture of my cat on the cover. Can't miss it. <laughs> That's how you'll know. Yep. Um. What else? Um. In a late Christmas gift, Ivy's aunt got me the new Jeff Tweedy book, which I'm very excited to read. You needed a new book. To go on the pile of the rest of the books I haven't read yet. Well, that's the best thing about books. Yeah. You collect them like dragon treasure. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna touch my books. I need a pile. If I don't have a pile, I feel itchy. <laughs> it's like, I gotta go to Barnes & Noble. I gotta get out of here. Okay, good. Uh, that's about all that's going on this week. Oh, I bought a little uh, line switcher pedal today. It's so small. It's so cute. You bought it because it's cute? I love it. Was, it's, no, I bought it because it was small and $30. Was it a rescue? No. <laughs> oh, I well. Just, I just thought it was cute. I need a line switcher pedal. Okay. And it was $30. Can't argue much with that. Can't argue that bargain. Can't argue that bargue. That's about all that's going on with me this week. Ivy, what's been going on with you? Um. Well, we had a pretty chill New Year's. We didn't go anywhere or do anything. I... Wore my pajamas all day and then took a shower and then changed into different pajamas, which is a good kind of day in my book. Uh, we sat around and played video games, which I'm going to tell you about in a hot second. And then we played Trivial Pursuit, and that's one of our trademark non-podcast games. Matt usually kicks my butt, and 
but we wanted to play it one more time before the end of the year because I had actually won the last time we played, I think. So we had to see who was going to be the victor for the year. And what we ended up doing was playing twice because Matt won the first one and I won the second one. And then we were too tired and didn't play a tiebreaker, so everything is equal and balanced and all is fine with the world. That game is from... I mean, the expansion pack thing that you have has, like, 90s questions. Like, a couple 90s questions and then older. If you play with, like, the old, old cards, it's, like, 70s questions and older, and I don't know anything that they're talking about. I think the first one came out in, like, 87. Oh, okay. It feels older than that when we play the other ones. Uh, Like, if the answer to a question is Russia, it's... The USSR. Yeah, that's how old that game. That's how old that version of the game is. Yeah, I like it. We tried to. Well, we tried to play that '90s version that we have, and we don't know any of those answers. Yeah, uh, because we were not old enough. But it's like stuff like to come up with enough '90s questions. They had to dig a little deeper than like '90s things I do know. Right. So that one's actually really hard. Um, so we did that, and then we played Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I made stuffed peppers. Yes. So, last dinner of the year was a good one. And we played Roller Coaster Tycoon on the computer, and about two minutes before midnight, we stared at the phone until the clock flipped over to midnight, and we went, woo, and then went back to playing roller coasters. And you know what? I'm totally fine with that. Yep. That's a good holiday in my mind. I was, like, just not any more socializing, and I just couldn't have done it. Um... But now that it's the new year, my brain is so clear and fresh, and I have, like, a better outlook on life, and my brain just needs a reset button like that. I can only operate on on preset resets when I know, like, oh, it's the new year, I'm fine now. I feel exactly the same way as I have since, like, 2004. I currently feel that anything is possible, and this will last me until maybe, like, April. <laughs> And I'll be, like, really good about stuff for a couple months. And then I'll start being like, oh, my gosh, life is crushing me. Uh, But I'm back to work again, which is sad after the almost, like, two weeks-ish kind of that I've basically had off. Mm -hmm. Uh, My eyeballs are not used to staring at a computer screen for eight hours a day again yet. They hurt so much. Uh, And I would get some of those... Fancy glasses that are, like, for the blue light from your computer, but also I wear glasses glasses, so I don't know if that works. And I'm not wearing two pairs of glasses every day, I'll tell you that straight up right now. I try to do that thing where you're supposed to, like, look up and stare at something that's, like, out the window for 20 seconds and, like, not blink so that your eyeballs reset. Mm. And I try and do it, but it, it also just, it lasts for, like, 12 seconds. And then I look back at the computer and, like, oh, my eyes still hurt. So... Don't really know about that. Guess I'll just have to suffer. And the only other thing that I wanted to talk about was I've been playing the best game in the world for my new PS4, and it's all I want to do with my entire life for the rest of forever, and it's called Stardew Valley, and I don't know if it's originally for the PS4 or anything about the background of it, but it's, like, the hippest, like, the hippest puzzle-slash-RPG game I've ever played in my entire life. And the way to describe it is that it's like if Animal Crossing was Pokemon and had, like, tiny bits of RPG in it. Because there's a little mission and little errand-type things you have to do, but it's mostly, like, collecting stuff. 
which is what I'm all about. It's one of those games where you mostly do nothing, but then every once in a while you do do something. But there are just, like, daily, like, routines and, like, things that you go over and over every day in the game, not, like, in in my day. Uh, it's not in real time. It's in, like, sped up real time. But there are, like, days within the game and you only have so much time in a day to do stuff. And there are things that, like, reset every once in a while and there are seasons. And basically, you have a farm, and you can farm crops and have animals, and you live in a little town, and you talk to the people and do favors for them, and you search for stuff and fight some little tiny monsters, too. But it's all really cute. It's, like, 16-bit, so it looks like an old Pokemon game, which is really cool and a really strange choice, and we are talking about this. And my theory is because the whole game, the point of it so far is, like, your character had, like, an office job and you got fed up with it, so you went to live on this farm that your grandfather left you because you wanted, like, a simpler life. And so the choice to make it 16-bit is, like, going back to a simpler time in video games, just like you're going back to a simpler life in there. And there's also this evil corporation, and I can't wait to crush it. It's called Joja, but it has, like, a smile like Amazon. Mm. And it's, like, a grocery store, but it's also, like, they own everything, I think. And, like, it's the... the company that you worked for before you went to the little farm. So it's super cute. Also, there are, like, single people in town, and eventually you can marry one. And my boyfriend Sam is the coolest guy in town, and I just want everybody to know it. Matt likes to watch me play the game. I do. That's pretty much... I've. That's all Ivy's done, and that's all I've done, is watch Ivy play the game. It's so fun, and I can sit there for hours... And you don't even notice the time going by because you're so concerned with, like, the time in the game that I don't realize it's been, like, three hours. I counted it. It's, a, it's I think, just shy of one hour per minute. I think that's right. <clears throat> or it's, like, every ten seconds is ten minutes. I think that's, yeah, yeah that's Which what I, I think, counted up. I think that math works out the same way. I don't know. It's too much math. It, it's something like that. So that's really cool. And it's so much fun. And my brother got it for me for Christmas, and he has done me a great service in this deed. He doesn't listen to this, but thank you. And uh, that's all that's happening with me, I think. Neat. <laughs> Why did you make a uh, face? Because uh, I thought you were going to say something. What I'm going to say is that now it's time to move on forever. What I was going to say is now it's time to move on to everyone's favorite segment, Things of the Week. Things of the Week. Pop. Go. <laughs> You're funny. Um, this week, my Things of the Week are uh, the band Return to Forever. I'm not sure how I got on a big Return to Forever kick, but I did. And now I've been I've been in full fusion jazz mode. That is the cheesiest band name I've ever heard. It's pretty, it's pretty bad. <laughs> um... Also, I went over to Square Records today, and it's one of my favorite places, but I'm finding more and more that all of the records that I can find in public are ones that I already have, or, like, I just don't want other ones. You have so many. I do. Um, I did buy a Jonathan Winters stand-up special album. Stand-up album. It's, they didn't call them specials yet, but stand-up album, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um also, if you're going to Square Records, you should go across the street and go to Mr. Zub's because they have really good sandwiches. I th- I was going to try something new today, which I never do, and it was like a, it had like bacon and eggs and hash browns on it, I think. Give me the eggs. And I was like, can I get that? And they're like, oh, we're out of eggs. 
And I was like, it's an omen. I'm going to get the BLT just like always. If you were at my farm in Stardew Valley, you could get two eggs per day from my chickens. Babette and Frida. Um, also, I don't think I said so last week. Uh, couch guitar straps. Um, we had to take my guitar strap to our seamstress and uh, have it seamstressed. Yep, that's the verb. Because um, it was too long. Because apparently I like my guitars really high. Um, so they shortened it up, and it's really nice and really comfortable, and I like all this stuff a lot. I still, I kind of want to get the uh, the strap with the cats on it. Maybe someday. Yeah. That is a good one. Yes. Um, also, Hop Dude Comics on Instagram. They're very funny. Um, I finished Star Wars The Clone Wars. Oh my goodness. It's so good. It's so good. The other day, my sister was like, I don't really like TV shows that have been adopted from movies like The Clone Wars. And I was like, shut your face. <laughs> you need to watch it. Um, and also Ray, my cat, because she's been extra sweet lately. Mm-hmm. Things of the week. Bop. What are your things of the week? This week, my things of the week include, I've been listening to a lot of Father John Misty. And also the song Twin Size Mattress by The Front Bottoms. Good stuff. Uh, I'm also real into Bath and Body Works candles. Not that I wasn't before, but every Bath and Body Works candle is just a beautiful work of art and should be appreciated as such. Right here on the table, I have my new one from Christmas, and it's called Sugared Snickerdoodle. It's so good. It's very cinnamon rolly. I smelled it. Smell it again. It is very cinnamon rolly. But a little bit like caramely, too, and very sweet and vanillary. Vanillary? Yep. yep. Yeah, you know that lady that ran for president? Um, next thing on the list is also Stardew Valley. Go just, whatever you have to do. Kill a man, take his PS4, play this game. Um, next thing is the 10 Words or Less Reviews by Jello Apocalypse on YouTube. He does these movie reviews where, uh, he'll do, like, some kind of series. So, like, he's done all Pixar, he's done all of Disney, he's done all bad Disney sequels, or, like, direct-to-DVD, like, sequels. Uh, he did Miyazaki films. He did Scooby-Doo movies, I think. And he did... He just did all the, like, uh, uh, like stop-motion Christmas movies. And they're all really funny. He'll review them all and give them a rating from negative 10 to 10, negative 10 being, like, ironic enjoyment and 10 being, like, actually good, where, like, 1 or 0 is, like, you felt nothing and it was just bad. Uh... They're really funny, and he does, like, a ten-word little funny sentence, and I don't know, I just like those. I've never watched many of his other videos, but those are really fun. And my last things of the week are chocolate, because Christmas time means you eat your weight in chocolate, and I'm trying to wean myself off of it now, but it's been my lifeblood for the past week or two, and also leftovers, because nothing is better than having leftovers for lunch the next day. Things of the week. Good. <coughs> I can't breathe through my nose, so I'm out of breath. Alrighty, friends, and now we've made it to the review portion of our podcast. First review 2019. Yay! And of course, we've picked a very worthy subject. If you've been keeping up on the podcast, you'll know that we've been watching a very important cartoon to my heart, which is Chowder from Cartoon Network. Ran from... Ooh, should have looked this up ahead of time. It ran for three seasons, and the years were... Uh, not the soup. <coughs> Chowder cartoon. Let's try that. 
ran from... Let me guess. Uh, 8 to 11. 7 to 10. Ah! You're right off. Uh, you take the moon and you take the sun. You take the moon and you take the moon. Things of the week, that video. So, we're going to tell you what we thought because we watched the whole series on Hulu. Didn't take too long because it's only three seasons. Mm-hmm. What? I don't even know how many episodes, but... Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Uh, the premise, if you've never seen Chowder, if you were one of those sad, sad children that missed out on this short-lived miracle, is Chowder is a little bunny cat raccoon little fella, and he is a chef's apprentice, because in this town you are an apprentice when you are small to, like, somebody whose job you're going to have when you're older. So he apprentices with Chef Mung Dahl, and he learns how to cook, and he likes to eat everything. And all of his friends are also apprentices, and he has weird friends around town, and everybody's weird. How's that? Good. Good. I think that's a societal system that we should bring back. Apprenticeship? Yes. Yeah, we should. Where did that go? I mean, I guess there's, like, trade school is kind of what's replaced it. Instead of being, like, an electrician's apprentice or, like, a baker's apprentice, you go to trade school, but... Right. Yeah. Why not? Probably because people make lots more money forcing people to go to college. Well, yeah, but when you're an apprentice, you, it's basically an internship. You're basically working yeah. for free anyway, so then you're right. not making any money. I don't know. In Anyway, and also, like, child labor. But <laughs> so, uh, so uh, the cartoon, though, which is a much happier fun time. <laughs> what did you think overall? Um, I said overall it was a very fun... Uh, I said, quote-unquote, druggy Cartoon Network show. Yeah, kinda. Um, it's, it's, it falls in the realm of Cartoon Network shows where I can't imagine they didn't think of it any other way besides just doing lots of drugs mm-hmm. and recording everything they said while on drugs. And then they're like, hey, that sounds like a fun TV show. <laughs> they're like, hey man, what if they moved but the patterns didn't move? Right. We'll get to that. That's what you thought? Yes. Uh, So my overall thoughts is I think it's a slightly underrated Cartoon Network cartoon. I don't think people give it quite enough credit. It's kind of like one of those, I don't want to say like a cult following hit, but it's a little bit more in that realm than like Adventure Time or something like that. Um, Where it's like it's got a fan base, but I wish more people appreciated Chowder. Uh, Gone Too Soon, R.I.P., Always in Our Hearts, and... But gets some, like, really great genuine laughs, and it's also, like, maybe ambitious is too big a word because they're not taking themselves that seriously, but, like, unique, I guess, in a lot of ways, and, like, tried new things and weird things Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. So, what things do you like about the show? Um, I do like the animation. Yeah. Um, It's very, like, the characters are kind of cute and funny, Mm -hmm. Um, but also the unique way that, like, there's backgrounds, and then there's, like, the patterns on all the characters don't move when they move, and it's a really strange thing. And I have yet to figure out exactly how they did that. Yeah, it's like somebody's shirt is like a stencil. Yeah. And they're just moving it on top of a back, uh, a patterned background mm-hmm. that you see other parts of the pattern instead of the pattern moving with the shirt. The shirt moves on top of the background. Yeah, it's very, it's very hard to explain. You might have to look it up. If you don't know what we're talking about. But it's so cool 
And so I've never seen any other show do something like that. No. And everybody, like, it's one of the first things you notice. You're like, what are, how is that happening? Mm-hmm. Like, once you notice it, it's, like, it's so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the writing is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, it the humor comes from, like, witty dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you don't always get that with kids' shows. Yeah. Um, like, there's some just really good jokes mm-hmm. that, like, well thought out. Um, I love that it is so self-aware. Like, there's there was one episode that he was like, what are we going to do? And he goes, well, this is an episode of Chowder, so this is going to happen. And then Chowder's like, I'm Chowder. And he goes, yeah. And then they just kind of move on. Or there's, like... <laughs> Um, they break the animation a couple times, or uh, there's one episode that they run out of money, so they can't finish the animation. They don't have enough money for animation, right. so the voice actors on screen go have a car wash to raise the money to get the animation back. Yeah. The best episode of any cartoon <laughs> almost ever. It's so funny. Um, uh, da, 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 all of the puns. All, all of the puns. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, I also like that, like, there's the five or six main characters, and then there's, like, a bunch of minor characters, mm-hmm. and I like that the minor characters are, like, recurring. Like, there's no one that just shows up and then is gone, I don't think. Not except, like, people they are delivering food to. Sure. But, like, character characters. Right. They come back. Yeah. Um, like, Mr. Foogie's really funny. Um, Fugu. Fugu. Is it Fugu? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Fugu. And uh, Chestnut. I like a lot. I love Chestnut. Um, and it's always, it's fun because it's like, they could have just had each of those characters as like a throwaway for an episode, but then mm-hmm. they like bring them back like a whole season later or something. Yeah. Um, and it's fun like when those come back around. Uh, that's about what I liked about it. Good. Uh, I like everything about it, but... Uh, I agree with everything you said. I think it's weird in ways that's not like, ooh, look how edgy we are. We're being weird. It's very, like, silly and very not taking itself seriously and not asking you to take it seriously, which I adore. Uh, Just silly and just fun. And uh, one thing I really like about it is a lot of the stuff is pretty, like, just nonsense and just, like, absurd and comes out of nowhere. But at the same time, they sort of, especially in the early ones, they, like, establish, like, what kind of things happen in this town. And then other things that happen, you're, like, not surprised later. Like, sure, I mean, that makes sense. If they did this, then then why not have this other weird thing? And so I think it all works. It fits in that way. I think they establish, like, the world pretty well. And that, like, basically everything makes sense because nothing makes sense. Yes. Yeah. I think it's funny that you think about things like this, and I'm mostly just like, ha ha, funny cartoon. <laughs> Look at the funny bunny man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's I, so fat. <laughs> I ain't the sassafras and moon, you picklehead. Is maybe the best line. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, my voice is going croaky. I'm trying real hard here. Fourth wall breaks, they are the king. There is one like every other episode, and I love it. And they they don't even shy away from it. They're so blatant, and they don't care. And I love that level of not caring that they had. 
Maybe that's why they got canceled. I don't know. Uh, but they didn't, and I love it. They just went for it. The best one is Chowder gets a marker, and he writes on the screen. <laughs> and he goes, so he's like, it won't come out. Off. And then they zoom out, and he's like, oh, now it's bigger. And it's just, like, in the same spot, but because they zoomed out the perspective. Yeah. And then he, like, windexes it off or something. And then he points at the Cartoon Network logo, and he's like, what about that one? And he goes, yeah, that one won't come off. I tried. Like, it's, <laughs> it's so good. It's so smart. It's so good. I love it. Oh. And what else do I got? So, here's the thing is, uh, well, we could talk about this either time. So, it's a show about food, and it's a show about eating all the time. And that sort of lends itself to all of the gross jokes that it has. And what I'm going to say about them is that I like it because the show is a show that, like, that makes sense to have a part of it. So, like, if Chowder's going to, like, burp a lot because he eats all the time. Like, that's a reason to have the gross jokes. And it also establishes itself as, like... This is a show where we do this, and they do it all the time. It's not just dumb throwaways, like, what are we going to put here? I guess he farts. It's like that happens every episode, so that's their style. So, if any show's using that right, they're doing it right. That's your least favorite part, huh? Should I do the rest of the review by myself? <laughs> uh, it's an interesting concept that's not meant to be taken seriously. Uh, all the characters are funny. I don't even think there's one character that's not funny. Hardly. Uh, my favorite episodes in particular are Schnitzel Makes a Deposit, where they go to the bank. That one's a classic. That is maybe, like, if you're going to watch one episode, maybe it's that one, which is funny, because that's not one about cooking. But it's so funny. Uh, the next-to-last episode, which is where Gaspacho and Limon go to fight the ninjas. That <laughs> one's so good. Uh, the stand-up comedy one, Comedy Gold, and uh, The Blackout mm -hmm. are my favorite episodes. <clears throat> all so funny. All so good. I mean, there's a million other ones, too. I like the one that's in two parts with the uh, with the cops outside while they're trying to make the delivery. That is a good one. Isn't that, they do one episode that's, like, from uh, Chowder and Mung go to do something, and then Schnitzel and Truffles stay, and you see what happens to both sides of them in, like, the A and B parts of the episode, mm -hmm. you know, out here. Uh, and that's really cool. And I was just going to say it's... Uh, for, for, like, the finale, uh, when they ended it, I like how they did it. I laughed back in the day, and Matt reminded me, and I laughed at the same stuff now. I think they ended it pretty well, in a way that was 100% fourth wall breaking mm -hmm. in every way, again. So I liked that they ended it that way, because mm -hmm. it's almost, like, indeterminate, because there's the ending, and then Chowder comes out and goes, I would never do that. And Panini's like, yeah, you would. That's our future. And he's like, no. And then it's over. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't even matter if you liked the end or not. It's like, was that the ending? I don't know. Who cares? It's perfect. And I love it. And I really like the ending. I wish it hadn't ended, but I liked the ending. So it is time to move on to the airing of grievances. What have you to say? Very quickly after the start of the show, it devolves into fart jokes and yeah. gross out humor. And that is not my favorite thing. It's especially not my favorite thing when the writing is so good. Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many genuinely good jokes and, like, really clever things that happen that it's just totally unnecessary. 
And it gets worse as the show goes on. Um, like, after somewhere in season two, Chowder's just naked all the time. Yes. <clears throat> that is true. Um, and there was one scene where, like, it's like Mung's face gets ripped off or something. Mm-hmm. And it hangs out like that for a while. <laughs> and it's like, that's just gross. He's just a cartoon, man. I know, but it's like, that's just, it's not necessary. My thought was that occasionally it's like cringy gross. It doesn't bother me like I know it bothers you. Yeah. It's just, it's so lowbrow. It's a cheap laugh. Yeah, I mean, the show was for kids. I know, but why? That, well, that's what I'm saying. When the writing is so good, yeah. why do you, you don't need that kind of humor. I think it just goes along with, like, they didn't care about anything. They're just funny I people. guess so. I'm not saying you're wrong. You can have your opinion. My opinion is that they didn't care, and that's why it's that whole mix of... It's got those good jokes, and it's got farts. Sure. Um, my only other complaint is... I can't understand what Truffles is saying half the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, just the voice that she's using is, mm-hmm. like, really hard for me to hear. I don't know why. Tara Strong just sat bolt upright in her bed somewhere in California where it's like 6 p.m. Not even. What time is it? It's 8 here. Where it's 5 p.m. Sat bolt upright and when I sense a disturbance. I mean, nothing against her as a voice actor because she's great, but I just, I'm just it's yeah. just hard for me to understand. Also, I wrote Sarah Strong and I knew that wasn't right. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Doop. Do you have any grievances of which to air? Uh... Hardly, but, um, yeah, every once in a while there's a gross joke that I didn't like. Uh, it ended too soon. Uh, they do kind of forget about the food angle every once in a while, and it's kind of funny to me. I don't, I don't know that I dislike that, but it is funny to me that sometimes there are just episodes that it doesn't matter about the apprentice thing at all. Um, I wish, it's interesting that you said that the characters, the background characters reoccur, because I wish they did more often. Hmm. I think they make really good characters in general that are really funny, and I wish some of them would have shown up more, and maybe that's just because it was only three seasons. But I think Ruben is really funny, and I think Limon is hilarious, and they saved him until the very end, and I feel like if there had been more, I'm sure they would have used him again, Mm -hmm. and that makes me really sad because he's so funny. He's a lemon, but he talks like this all the time. But his mom wants to go have him take his piano lesson. Uh... And even, like, Gorgonzola, I feel like, could have been in more episodes. Yeah. I feel like he was a little underused, which is funny, because he's, like, literally Chowder's, like, best friend and also rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chowder loves him, and he hates Chowder. That's how it works, and I love it. Um, and I feel like there were one or two episodes that I thought were funnier when I was younger that maybe didn't hold up quite as well. I hate saying that, and I don't, I can't remember, like, which ones exactly. Yeah. But I think every once in a while I was like, oh, I love this one. And then it didn't hit me quite the same as some of the other ones did, which, like, broke a little piece off of my heart. Yeah. But in general, I did like it just as much as I used to. Uh, so, with that said, do you have a rating to give? Um, I said it was really funny, and I had fun. Uh, though it does slowly lose some of its cleverness uh, in favor of... Gross jokes. Yeah. Uh, I said 7 out of 10. A 7. I said 8. I gave it an 8. I think that it does enough unique weird things that just make it a special 
time, and it's also very funny mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Uh, any show that is literally built on puns is the show for my heart, <laughs> and most of like the episode premises are like a food pun, or at least like a riff on something food like. Mm-hmm. Like there's one where Chowder is obsessed with this celebrity chef, like, and it's kind of like an emerald kind of idea or like a Bobby Flay kind of idea, and he has a catchphrase. He's like, Mung can't be a good chef because he doesn't have a catchphrase. So, besides the fact that the premise is weird and funny, it's like a a play on something that has to do with cooking that's not necessarily the food, but other times it's because the food is named something. Mm -hmm. So instead of string beans, they're sing beans, and they make you sing. Or, you know, the taste buds have the sour and the sweet and the the puckerberry and the whatever. So anywho, I won't go on and on because I could forever. Who's your favorite character? Mm. I don't know. I really like Panini. I'm not your boyfriend. I like that they carry that joke literally till the end. Yeah. That one's good. I like Schnitzel. <laughs> uh, schnitzel is the rock monster that doesn't speak and only says rada, rada, rada. But then the way other people respond to him tells you what he said. And they even joke on it once because he's saying something and then Mung repeats it. And he says something... And Mung's like, what do you mean stop repeating back everything you say? They call it right out. Everything that they're doing that's ridiculous, they call it out, and it's great. And we should stop and move on. Okay. I love chowder. Review? Review. All right, everyone. So now we have the toughest task ahead of us. Our last trial. The hardest thing we've maybe ever done. Get ready to hear us suffer. (laughs) Mom and Dad, you're not about to understand anything that we're going to say until the end. So, it's game time, and we decided to torture ourselves, and we're going to try and list the top five vines. R.I.P. Vine. (laughs) A lofty task. Indeed. If ever there was one. If ever, yes. So the way top five works is we rank the top five of something, and compare our lists. That's it. Yep. Uh... So we try to be as objective as possible. We're not very good at it, if nope. we're being honest. I think that I was very objective this time. I don't think you'll believe me. I didn't put my favorite one at the top, so that's how you know that I'm at least trying to be objective. I'm doing my best. Uh, the thing is that I'm always right, so I, it is objective. But uh, Okay. <laughs> I feel like... I love that joke, and you never think I'm joking. I and I'm not because I'm never wrong. Because I know you're not joking. I'm never. I've never been wrong in my entire life. So I know that you I don't think know that. that you just don't appreciate it when I say so, <laughs> and I remind you. So, uh, who's going first? Uh, I want to go first. Yay! All right. This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> it's certainly the hardest game we've had to play thus yet this year. Um. I haven't made enough of those jokes yet. Certainly so, certainly the hardest top five of the year, I'll say that. Thank you for humoring me. Um number five. Um I don't know how to I don't know how to uh we said we were gonna like there's like you have to just do them. They're like only when, for anybody that doesn't know question mark, Vine is a six or seven second seven? Fifteen. No. Vines are seven seconds. Oh. I thought it was 15. No. Okay. 
I'm just going to look it up real quick. Well, now I'm kind of second-guessing if it's seven or six. I remember when that came out, and somebody shared a six video. Six seconds. Oh. You get six and a half, I think. Somebody shared a video, and it just kept looping. And I, like, watched it, and I was like... What is it? When When's the next thing going to happen? I'm confused. <laughs> Vine, such a short-lived, blissful, and also terrible time. Uh, fun fact, I never had the Vine app. I watched them through Tumblr and Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Because I waited for other people to find the good ones and then supply them to me, which is what's important here. So, anyway. Okay. Uh, it's a six and a half second video that loops, and people get real creative. So, I think what you're trying to say is that it's hard to explain it without just doing it, because it's going to take longer to explain. Right. Than it is to just quote it. Um, so I hope y'all are dusted up on your Vine knowledge because we're just going to start shooting them off. All right. This is the only one that I have to explain. It's the one where Harry Potter and Ron Weasley are driving in the car and they are like, what is that sound? And they turn around and it's Thomas the Tank Engine. As loud as possible. Yeah. That's, that <laughs> it's is so funny. Probably my favorite Vine. I know it's your favorite Vine. Um, I cried the first time I watched that. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> well, the funny thing is is that the theme song is sneaking up on you. Like as they're it saying fades that. In. Yeah, that it does a It's great. Gets um, real loud real fast. I was also a Thomas the Tank Engine child. Um and so I it's especially nostalgic for me and also very funny. To mean you're a communist? Uh, apparently. <laughs> it's not something I heard about until much later. Listen, but. they bricked a guy into, like, a train tunnel. They put him in there, and then they covered it over. They killed him. They cask of Amontillado'd him. I think I remember that one. I don't remember... <laughs> I went back and watched some of them, and it's really funny, because the first season is Ringo. Yeah. And then the second, the second and third seasons are George Carlin. It's really I've, funny. I never watched it as a child. I mean, I... I've never seen yeah. it, actually. Only when you've shown me. I mean, it's mostly just funny because it's Ringo. Well, yeah. Watch, I'll watch Ringo read anything. It's great. Um, number four, again, I'm, I'm trying to be objective. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is how you know I'm being objective, because that one's my favorite. This one's probably my second favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, is, look at all those tickens. Tickens. It's so good because you know that that's that was a pure reaction of joy. At least she did it once and they made her say it again. Like at the very least, maybe she said it and then they were like, "Wait, no, it's 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 actually a longer video." Oh, is it? Yeah, I've seen oh. like the whole thing. Well, then apparently not. Yeah, that is a genuine child, genuine child's yeah. thought. They're just like. There's, you know, she's a small child, and she's standing there looking at all the geese, and then... Is it geese or is it seagulls? Chickens. No, I think they're geese. Oh, birds. Not chickens, that's for sure. Right. Chickens. Chickens. Um, number three, I am confusion. <laughs> How is this one? Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. And this one is not Arkansas. America, explain. <laughs> that's great. Her inflection is so funny. And the way that she pokes it so hard that her finger is bending back is yeah. what makes me laugh the most. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That one makes me laugh every time. That one's so funny. Um, number two, 
There's only one thing worse than a rapist. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> a child? No. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, my God. <laughs> that one's funny because that has to be from something else. Yeah. Like Sometimes it, I it like the one. It looks too old to be just Vine. No, it looks like a YouTube video from, like, 2005. Right. Uh, sometimes I like ones that are just, like, an un... Like a... Like a no-context bit of something else. Yeah. Like, the the why are you running one. Yeah. Like, who knows what that even is. Some kind of weird... <laughs> oh, I forgot. Why are you running? Uh, sometimes I don't like those as well if it's, like, too... Like, I know what this is from. Mm-hmm. If it's just, like, a normal six seconds of Spongebob or something, I'm like, well, that's not, like, that exciting of a vine when it's just, right. like... But when it's something like that, then I'm like, what even is this? Right. Then it's good. Like that one. A child. <laughs> He's so serious, too. A child. A child. He looks straight into the camera. No. <laughs> oh, great. Um, now it's time for my honorable mentions, and boy, are there a bunch. Um, I had to just write down all of the vines and mm-hmm. then whittle them down. Um, okay, here we go. Honorable mentions. Am I going to, like, honk laugh at any of these? Maybe. <laughs> uh, ah, stop! I could have dropped my croissant! <laughs> Uh, come on down to Del Taco. They have a thing called Free sh- Free Shavakadu. Um, there's one. I don't know if you've ever seen this one. It's one of my favorite ones. There's a guy riding a skateboard, and he goes to do like a trick, and falls off the skateboard, and the skateboard goes, and then a man on a on bicycle bike. comes around, and then falls, and then goes over the edge of the thing. Falls in the lake or right. whatever. Yeah, it's like the most beautiful. Like just how they couldn't have planned that. I don't know. Sometimes sometimes I don't know, but that one... The way that he screams, he goes yeah. like, ah, and then yeah. falls in the river. I don't think they planned it. It's so good. If they did, it's, like, amazingly executed. Yeah. But it was almost too perfect. Like, if you tried to do that, I don't know if you yeah. could. I mean, just the timing is yeah. perfect. Yeah. I um, like that one. Have you seen that one where he, like, runs with the skateboard like he's going to jump on it and then and never jumps on running, it? Yeah. <laughs> um... I smell like beef. <laughs> I smell like beef. Uh, <laughs> um, put that down. I'm not buying you all that meth. <laughs> I want to be a cowboy. <laughs> I want to um, be a cowboy, baby. I say the baby is very important. <laughs> um, also, you're going to hate me, but yeet. Yeet. At least you said it. That one seems a little too planned for me. Nah. I think I think they staged that. Yeet. Which means that the number one vine of all time, objectively, is it's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> I'm not gonna do the thing because it's oh, late. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> it is Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> what a weird person that must be. Why did you pick a number one? When I think of Vine, like, <laughs> as a whole, that's the one that comes to mind. And I think it's because it's so strange and so without context. Mm-hmm. It's just, it exemplifies everything that Vine is as a platform. Yes. I, I would have to agree with you. Well done. Top five. Well done. I'm, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready and excited. So, we got some differences. 
I'm scared I forgot something important. I I totally forgot that one. <laughs> I mean, I have a long list of ones that I wish I could put. Like, sure. it, was, it makes me sad, because there are ones that I like for different reasons. Yeah. So, like, there are so many different reasons I like different ones. But, okay, so, number five, I went with, uh, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> um, just because it is so out of context. Like, who is this person? But also, it seems so genuine. Mm-hmm. I feel like they planned it, but at the same time... Maybe this guy just has the worst roommate in the world who punched him in the head when he was trying to take a video. But also, what kind of roommate just sits there while you're next to him and takes a video of himself? Like, what it, What was he even going to talk about? Right. I don't know. There are so many questions with that one. But then the quote is so funny. Very quotable. Yes. Uh, that's a good thing about Vines is when you can quote. And all of mine are pretty quotable. Um, uh, 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 my next one is I went with... You could have made me drop my croissant for number four uh, because of the character development. Because <laughs> from this entire interaction, you can tell everything in these two people's relationship. I assume they're roommates or brothers or something. Mm-hmm. From the way that they do everything towards each other, mm-hmm. you can tell exactly everything about about the two of them and how they feel towards each other. Mm-hmm. And again, the quote is just hilarious. Because he couldn't have planned that. That It definitely wasn't planned. There's no way. No. Uh, so that's good stuff. Number three, I went yeet. Hey, Tierra, you want some? This bitch empty. Yeet. And uh, actually, this is not the first instance of yeet. Did you know that? The one where the kid's dancing, and they say yeet, is actually, I think, where yeet comes from. But this is the one that put it in our vocabulary. So, like... Put it in your vocabulary. Listen, I'm hip with the young kids and the cool youths, and we say yeet as a verb. Yeet, okay. To yeet something is to throw it. Yeah. To dunk it. You know? You yeet. It also means yes a lot of the time. But anyway, uh, I like it because of that. Number two is road work ahead. Uh, yeah, I sure hope it does, because... You can't say that sentence without doing the exact inflection of how his voice goes, and it's one that comes up in everyday life all the time, so it's so handy. And he's so dead serious. I mean, I love that guy to begin with, uh, but it's just great. It is so, the quote, the quote, Matt, it's all, it is all, it's everything. Uh, I'm going to go through my, so that was number two, I'm going to go through my, uh, honorable mentions right quick i had a lot of the same ones you did maybe i'll try and not uh repeat them because i liked all the ones you said so i got the uh two shots of vodka and then the guy that falls against the trailer i got uh if you've seen the one where the girl is sliding down the stair banister and a friend goes annie don't fall right as she falls off of the banister no, I she disappears into nowhere right after a friend tells her not to fall off it's great uh so no head throws the phone at the ground stomps on his skateboard a plus. Uh, I've never heard of Uvu Javer. Great stuff. Uh, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> uh, I love all that, that. All of that guy's stuff. It's he's great. always funny. Because he does like the history of the world and the. Those that videos. is that guy, yeah. isn't it? Uh, the history of Japan is. Oh, that's a good one. Is brilliant. <laughs> Uh, I got, this is a personal one because no one even knows this one, but be nice to the babies, Charlie. <laughs> ah, Charlie. <laughs> Uh, hi, welcome to Chili's. It's not my favorite, but it's like Vine in a nutshell. Um, it's one of my least favorite Vines. I know. 
I knew you didn't like that one. But if we're going to make a list of the top vines, that that's up there. Nope. Um, country boy, I love you. I don't like that one either. A plus. Um, the one where she pans the camera around, the guy just goes, okay. <laughs> He's so cute. Uh, this is another personal one, but the one where Kermit the Frog goes, Shorty, I don't mind. <laughs> and, uh, the one where he goes, when you stay in the hotel room and you have to pay for the water, shut the hell your mouth, there's free water right here, you asshole. That one. Uh, Quincy, we're going on a road trip. Uh, the one where he asks the cat if it wants the candy, and then goes, you want the wrapper? And the cat goes, chomp, on the candy wrapper. Uh, this one hurt me. I wanted to put this at, like, number five really, really bad is the one where he goes, good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Are you dead? Fuck it, ghost credit. I'm gonna get a Subaru. <laughs> oh, makes me laugh every time. I really love that guy. Um, the one where the girl's leaning in the door and goes, remember when I like you? She goes, no, good, because never happened. <laughs> uh, the one where the two guys just keep going, you better watch out, you better watch out, you better watch out. You better watch out. And, uh, Chris, is that a weed? <laughs> no, this is a crayon. I like that one because it's, like, the longest story ever told in six seconds. And then she puts <laughs> 911 in the microwave and then the cops show up. <laughs> so, that means that the number one vine is It Is Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> Yay! <Whoa! laughs> Ouch. It's a man in a Spider-Man costume that doesn't fit him and a pair of swimming goggles screaming in his own bathroom. And if that has nothing to say about the nonsense and absolute absurdity that was Vine and its <laughs> ability to not give context to anything, it's that. I looked up for, just in case so I didn't forget anything, I looked at a t list of top Vines. Mm -hmm. That one wasn't even on there. People are scum. It said that... It said it was Chris is that a weed was the best vine and I was like no no oh I like it no no how many more could we do in the time that remains do the <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say that one that one is a good one those ones are really funny but I feel like the ones with a quote with dialogue are usually funnier right. and are more memorable. Like, I'll forget about that one until I see it. Mm -hmm. The ones with a quote, I'll remember more. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, folks, that was a lot of babbling about internet stuff, but that's the top five vines. We are internet stuff. You're right. We are internet Aren't stuff. Aren't we all internet stuff? So what are we going to do when Vine 2 rolls out? I, we're going to start vining and get Vine famous. I guess so. I I don't know. I have a bad feeling it's going to... Not be good? It's going to not work. But I'm excited to watch it crash and burn. Here's the thing. It's probably going to be terrible. And then five years from now, the the Vine Best of Vine 2 compilations are going to start rolling out, and yeah. we're going to find some good ones. Yeah. I just hope that all the dumb kids on TikTok stay on TikTok. Oh my gosh. Every time I see a preview for TikTok, I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. It's the absolute dumbest thing in the world, but... If if the if the kids want to stay over there, they can stay over there. Vine is for us. That's our generation. <laughs> That's our cross to bear, and it's our domain to rule. They can have their their goofy stuff over on TikTok. No under twenty ones. 
on yeah, the there should be two. an age limit. You have to have lived through Vine One, and been an active participant in the Vine community, to deserve Vine Two. So uh, hey, maybe that's our show. Yep. I think we're uh, we're getting to it. So thanks for listening, and happy New Year. Happy first episode of the New Year. Here we are, still here. We done did it. Yep. So hey out there, if you want to suggest anything for any of our future episodes or tell us something to review or something to play in one of our games or ask us any kind of questions or give us suggestions or tips of any kind, you can send those along to any of our social media uh, profiles or you can send an email to sleepingsituation at gmail.com. If you want uh, our... Our, 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 our episodes sent straight to you. You can subscribe on iTunes and leave us a kind review, or you could just follow us on Facebook or whatever. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you'll probably know when we upload. Whatever works best for you, man. We don't judge. We ain't in it for the numbers. We're just here for the fun. Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Actually, just write yeet. That's all I really need. Oh, okay. All right, we're going to end this podcast because Matt hates me so much. <laughs> I don't hate you so much. Okay, bye! <laughs> uh, fourth roll... Hit me white... Cr- uh,